Hello and welcome to the Trap Game Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Kruthup, and today I have a big announcement. Um, these last few episodes I've been recording by myself, and as much as I like to hear myself talk and, you know, have my opinions be the only one be heard on this show, um, I do have a new host today. Um, as you know, I am now in New York. Chris couldn't be with us anymore. But I am bringing on my guy, Stevie Merch. Hello, hello. All right, dude. I remember the first time I met you. Do you remember the first thing I said to you? I don't. It was, I told you, you had a voice that was perfect for radio. Oh, yes. Okay. And yeah. now we're putting it to the test. And we're going to get into some football today. But I really wanted to get your opinion before we get into football. Um, on the MLB Hall of Fame, all right? Yes. Because David Ortiz just got voted in, and he's a guy that was put into the whole steroid conversation. He was put on that big report uh, many, many years ago at this point that like 80 names came out that they were using, and he was on that list. Right. And the baseball writers, you think they're holier than thou, you know, they – Officially kept Barry Bonds out this year. He can't get back on the ballot anymore. Kurt Schilling, Roger Clemens, those guys are out. Yeah. So do you, is it more of a, do you think David Ortiz deserved to be in and those guys don't, they didn't deserve to be in? Or do you think David Ortiz deserved to be in and to keep those guys out? It, it's it, it's interesting because at the end of the day, you know, you look at a guy like Bonds, and he's he's got to be a top five, you know, baseball player of all time. 100%. You know, you know, um, unbelievable statistically. You know, when it came time to hit the big shots, he was the guy you could call on. Uh, and David Ortiz, you know, you could you could say more or less that they they got nailed for similar things. You know, when it came right. to steroids. So to me, it seemed like there was almost a sense of favoritism playing towards Ortiz oh, a little bit. Hundred percent. Yeah, know, the guy's likable. Yeah, he's on MLB right. network and all that he's, stuff. He's going out to the you know the wherever he was. I saw recently that he uh, went to a game. I think out in the Dominican Republic, okay. and they stopped the whole game right. so that so he could talk. You know, literally yeah. so he could give a speech. And to me, I was like, listen, he's a likable guy. Don't get me wrong, but what did he do so differently that, or what, rather, what did Bonds not do that didn't get him in the Hall of Fame? Well, I think it's just he wasn't a likable guy. Yeah. And I, but my, is that what the Hall of Fame is nowadays? It, if you're likable, popularity <laughs> contest, and it's unfortunate, you know, like the one guy that didn't vote Derek Jeter in to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, who are you that you don't think Derek Jeter was a first ballot Hall of Famer <laughs> yeah. just because you didn't want to be like, oh, you know, well. We can't have unanimous Hall of Famers because these guys weren't Hall of Famers. It's like, no, jackass, you can have these guys. Right, right, right. It's up to you guys to fix that. Yeah. Dear Jeter's 100% first ballot hun- unanimous Hall of Famer. Look what it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's no question. Right. And right. it's just like David Ortiz, my whole thing with this David Ortiz should, it, should be in, shouldn't be in. If David Ortiz was in, they all should have been in. Yeah, love that. If all of them got shut out, he should be shut out, right. you know, and that's my thing. It's not so much because everyone that had an issue with it that I saw was more David Ortiz gets in and these guys don't. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, they still don't deserve to be in because they did cheat. Yes. You know, like right. they 100 percent. You still have to put bat on ball. You still have to throw the strikes. You know, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling. But at the end of the day, you did give yourself that performance enhancing drug that a lot of guys weren't using um and david ortiz he is in that same breath so i'm sitting here like my opinion of it is david ortiz shouldn't have been in and none of them should have been in you know what i mean right and sure. it's and it's sad that he is a first ballot hall of famer because it it really is a d- disservice to barry bonds kurt Schilling, roger clemens those guys that hundred percent Kurt Schilling, I guess you can be kind of on the fence about. He was a great pitcher, right. but, you know, I, I can give or take Kurt Schilling. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. Those guys. If you're giving, there is Dor- no debate. If you're giving to Ortiz, right. what, you know, why are you not letting these guys, right. you know? And even a guy that was, to a lesser degree, that didn't cheat, Pete Rose. Oh, the dude yeah, was man. banned from baseball because he was betting on the games. 
He wasn't shooting up steroids. He was. He didn't have a camera in center field, knowing what pitch was coming, banging on the trash can. Yep, yep. He was literally just making a little money on the side. Yeah, and you're right. shutting this guy out, but David Ortiz gets in. Yeah, yeah. it just make it doesn't make any sense well, to me. Going back to what you said earlier about it being like a popularity contest, right. I feel like a lot of a lot of things have kind of been slowly moving, gradually moving towards that kind of. Uh, outlook on sports and and what i mean by that is even this year with the uh nba all-star right you know you, you see andrew wiggins yeah i, I want to get your thoughts on that i don't know if you're uh, i don't know how much you love basketball and and all that i know you you uh i don't follow the nba as closely as i should but i did see andrew wiggins was in um, I don't know what kind of numbers he's putting up. He, this year. I think if I look, if I remember correctly, he's putting up like sixteen four and two or something. So like, he doesn't deserve it. Like a good player. I, like good player. No, right. that was the thing. Is I did some research. He's a good player, strong player. But at the end of the day, like you look at the other guys who are putting up similar numbers. You right. have guys like I, I think it was like Norman Powell putting mm-hmm. up similar numbers to him, and it's like. Is Norman Powell a starting all star? Yeah. You know, and no, he's not. Well, like, did uh, you see Draymond Green got voted in? Yeah, right. How many, how many games has he played this year? Like, uh, yeah, three or four. <laughs> like he's been hurt. And yeah. they, they announced it on like the NBA Now show, and I'm like, like that doesn't make any sense. No, I know. But, but I mean, at the same time, like the NBA All Star Game, the Pro Bowl, and even the the baseball All Star Game, because like the baseball All Star Game used to mean a lot. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, yes. But like the NBA All-Star Game, the Pro Bowl, it's like everyone wants to see their favorite players, like deserving or not. I'm not yeah, I wasn't saying it's the same as the Hall of Fame. No, for sure. Because the Hall of Fame is it should not be it should be best players. It's the hall of popularity at this point. (laughs) It really is. Like like we gotta trademark that. (laughs) For real, dude. Like the guys like um Mickey Mantle and Lou Gehrig, like those guys were barely getting. Like, those guys should have been unanimous Hall of Famers. Yeah, right. Like, you look back at it now, like, you don't talk about the Yankees without mentioning Mickey Mantle, Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth. Like, none, how are none of those guys unanimous first ballot Hall of Famers? Yeah, I want to know the, who's up there saying, you know what? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this guy yeah, over. Him, you yeah, know? and now this jackass that didn't vote for Derek Jeter is going to, is like, yeah, I'm the guy that didn't vote for Derek Jeter. It's like, dude, you're not cool. You're no, actually no. an asshole. Yeah, that was like the kid in high school who had the gum and he wouldn't give it out to everyone. Yeah, right. He was like, oh, I have the gum, but I'm yeah, not going like, to give it to anyone. Five bucks. <laughs> yeah, five, right? Fucking loser. Exactly. Yeah. Dude. But it, it, it is a shame. Like, it doesn't really hold as much weight as it used to. Like, the, and, and no disrespect, but like a guy like Tim Raines gets in and Barry Bonds and, and, Pete Rose, like, dude, come on. It just doesn't mean anything anymore, and it's sad. Yeah. Because they just – these guys are gatekeepers, and they just think they have this this obligation to hold out these guys. And if you want to put them in, like, they still deserve to be in, put them in their own wing. Like, the the it's a museum, you yeah. know? Like, oh. they should be in. Okay. Put them in the steroid era, you know? Like, right. the dude still – if you agree with it or not, he still does. Barry Bonds still does hold the all-time record for home runs. Yeah, he still does. Asterisk or not, it's hundred percent. It, it's, it's, it's his title. Like I'm a baseball purist. I love like the purest form of the game. Like I like that the kids are having fun nowadays and they're like pimping home runs and stuff. But if you're doing that, expect the fastball high and in. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Have fun with it. But you better be able to back it up. Yeah. And you better be ready for a 95-mile-an-hour fastball coming at your dome, all right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just like um, Barry Bonds, dude, it's, it's just it, – it's sad where the game's going. They're in a lockout right now. They, no. The rich are trying to get richer. Uh, it, it's just unfortunate because I'm – I love baseball to its core, like – Ever since I moved to New York, I think I went to like 18 Yankees games. Nice, nice. At, at least. Right. And that's an hour drive in and an hour drive home. So, like, I'm committed. <laughs> and the Yankees nowadays, people have heard it on the show. I don't really like the direction they're going in. Okay. But I'm still committed. And, you know, I'm going to go to every game I can. Who knows if it's going to happen this year. But, uh, hope so. yeah, I really hope Ooh, so we'll because ugh, dude, it's making me so sad that they're they haven't figured it out yet. No, I saw the other day they need like a third party. Yeah, they just brought in up. They're bringing in a mediator. Everyone's saying it's just like so the MLB can show, quote unquote, that they're like really trying here. But 
I saw that they're trying to build this arbitration pool for like players that don't get raises yet but deserve raises. The players want 110 million for that pool per team, but the MLB is saying 10 million. Oh yeah, you're yeah. sitting at a hundred million dollar difference, and spring training is supposed to start in like two weeks. Oh god, yeah. So it's, it's not happening. <laughs> it's not happening. We're gonna get a late season. Oh gosh, it also, is what it is. Quick side note. Yeah, you know, you see how Otani. Uh, oh yeah, come the athlete. They missed. They missed. They missed the boat on that. Do you think so? Only because they should have named it MLB the show. You know, oh. you know what I'm saying. Shohei yeah. Tani. they should have done it, man. The Shohei, the show, MLB, the Shohei. The show. I would love that. that I mean, I love the show. Yeah. I think I played the one with Aaron Judge for like three years because I just didn't care, okay. and it was because Aaron Judge was on the cover, right? Right. You know, because yeah. I'm a little biased. Yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. That's really it for baseball. There's not really nah. much else going on. Yeah. Um, once they open back up, there's still a lot of people that need to be signed, and it should be fun. It's going to be really fast. You're going to have like 50 people sign in one day, and then they're all going to be in spring training the next day. Um, but yeah, man, let's get into a little bit of football. Um, division or the conference championships happened last week. Right. And you got the Cincinnati Bengals. In the Super Bowl, growing up a Bengals fan, and I said it on this show, I am so mad I did not take the Bengals. I told you yeah. I should have taken the Bengals to win the AFC. Uh, I said it on this show weeks back before they won it. Yeah, you told me too. And I was like, I don't know why. I just I got scared, man, because I've watched the Bengals for so long right. that I was just like, no, there's no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. And then they got down 21 to 3. And like, okay, um, I was right to not bet it. But I also told my dad and my brother, or my dad's from Cincinnati, my brother is still a huge Bengals fan. And after it got they got down 21 to 3, it was doomsday, man. It's over. I I knew it was gonna happen like this. I'm like, hey, you know, like they're not gonna score a touchdown on every single drive. Like the Bengals are it's still early enough that the Bengals are still in this. That stop. At the first half. When, oh, yes. Yeah, when they got Tyreek Hill yes, on the two-yard yes. line. Right. When they went into half down only two scores, I'm like, what did I say? Like, this game is not over. And the Chiefs, and we'll talk about them in a minute, um, they have looked very susceptible this year to losing games like that. In years past, they would get down, but they had that second gear to just – boat race you yeah oh yeah you know yeah. and and you they were never out of a game this year though even with that lead they just they are a different team than they have been in years past and you're just like this isn't over it's not over no it, like if it was last year two years ago I'd be like okay no <laughs> chance turning this game off right but and this year i was just like there's something about this chiefs team that i don't think that they are completely running away with this game no, yeah, no, and all fairness to you, that, that that's completely accurate because there's I don't know if it was a Patty Mahomes thing because I saw some some plays uh, Patty Mahomes was making and he was like he was trying to do too much, right? You know, in, in years 100%. past he he would make the right throw, he'd throw the ball away. It seemed like in especially in that game with Cincinnati, he was running in circles, man. Right. He was fumbling the ball. He got him back a few times, but right. he was he, it seemed like he was he was very erratic. He was all over the place in a sense. Well, he even did that. He did that throughout the year. I yeah, mean, they started. Yes. They started what three and five this year, and he was not a very good quarterback. No, they he had was, a lot of turnovers. He was just flipping the ball up in the air, like it, making rookie mistakes, and like not even a good rookie at that. Like he was making rookie mistakes that you're not going to be around the league very long if you're doing stuff like that. Right. And they turned into the Chiefs yeah, midway through the, the year, yep, yep. and they started a boat race everyone again, but. Yeah, like you just saw in the foundation, there was those cracks that you're just like, this game's not over yet. And this is not the Bengals of the last hundred years <laughs> that, you know, would fumble an extra point snap against like they did against the Broncos, however many years back. And fumbled when they had the game won against the Steelers a few years ago, like Joe Burrow. Dude, the, he is the truth. He has these guys believing. He has Cincinnati believing. I love this kid. And I I mean, I don't think the Bengals... I still think the Chiefs are the better team. 
but the Bengals just had the belief that that game wasn't over. Yeah, and I, and I think it really does come down to to Burrow. You know, I yeah. really think he's the leader of the group. You know, he, he, he's a young guy, but at the end of the day, he he, he had everyone in that locker room. I guarantee at halftime, he said something to him. I don't know if it was nothing or something. <laughs> yeah, he probably but did. He, he did. Wet, lit a cigar. Yeah. He's like, I ain't worried. <laughs> <laughs> Sat in the corner. He's like, yeah, we yeah, got this. Like, What's that? Whatever, dude. Pat, Patty Mahu. Yeah, know? right. Exactly. And. I don't think we can talk enough about the defense. Yeah, man. You just get lit up through those first three drives, look like you don't even belong on the same field. And then credit to the defense, credit to the defensive coordinator for being like, yo, we need to buck up right now. They allowed three points the rest of the way. Wow. Yeah. How do you do that? Wow. You know what I mean? Like, that's a sign of good coaching. Yeah. You are absolutely getting your shit kicked. And then you hold arguably the best offense in the NFL with three points at home. At home. And then they get the ball to start overtime. And everyone's like, oh, this is over. Nope. Interception. Yeah. Which is great because it happened with 13 seconds into overtime is when he threw that interception. Right. How much time did they have against the Bills to go down and score that goal? 13, 13 seconds. Wow. Yep. Wow. Look at funny that. how the funny how the world works, yeah. right? <laughs> oh man. But no man, I am so excited that the Bengals made it in. Um and we're not gonna get into the Super Bowl a lot this week because we're gonna go over bets, props, all that fun stuff Long next week. Um yeah, like they're still coming out. FanDuel has new props every single day, and it's, the list is going to just be, you know, three football fields long of what you can bet on. Um, but, yeah, man, Bengals, Chiefs, it was a great game. I'm, I cannot believe the Bengals are in it. It's still so cool to me. Um, but, yeah, like I said, we'll get into that a little bit more next week. Um, going into that, 49ers and Rams. What an absolute heartbreaker if you're a 49ers fan. Oh, he had the ball. The interception. He, well, he not only that oh. is they had the ball right before the Rams go down, and did they win it in regulation? Uh, the Rams in yeah, I want to say they kicked the uh, they kicked the field goal. Yeah, that's right. So it was tied. The 49ers had the ball with about five minutes left, and I told my girlfriend, who's a Niners fan, big Niners fan, I said, oh, "I'm sorry for." Her. I'm not because I'm hard. Um, I, I did feel bad that night, but not that bad. <laughs> um, I told her I was like, they need to run the ball every single time. Get your first downs. They they had been running the ball, yeah. and then all of a sudden they want to act like they're down ten points with six minutes left and just start throwing. Yeah. What are you doing? You got Jimmy G at quarterback. Come on, that's what I'm saying. You know how I feel your about offensive Jimmy G. line had actually been bullying that Rams front front seven somehow. Right. They were picking up yards. Debo Samuel was a little bit shaken up, but you know he was going to run the ball, do whatever he needed to that last drive to just even get you into field goal range. But no, they throw the ball, throw the ball, third and 15, then they pick up like three yards on third down. Yeah. And you just knew it was over at that point. Yeah, and that's when they they throw the pick. Yeah. And then the game's obviously over. That was it. Yeah, and And you just knew. And the Rams did exactly what the Niners should have done. They didn't throw the ball one more time. They ran it all the way down the field, kicked the field goal, and it was over. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, and and, I mean, credit to the Rams. Don't get me wrong, because I think the Rams are a great team. They are. I've I've been saying that. I thought that since before the season started. You know, I took my future for them. and. Yeah. I was real excited for the Rams team, but shiny new toys on that table. Yeah, a lot, man. OBJ, I think he he found his his place. I think he found his home. I don't know, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but he's playing like the old OBJ. Not like I, I saw some some really nice things from him these past couple weeks right. in the playoffs. I mean, OBJ is obviously a super talented guy, but he at some point these guys just like can't get out of their own way. And we'll talk about it because I want to talk about Antonio Brown here in a minute. And I guess like we can talk about it right after we talk about this game. Um, OBJ is just – he's that guy like one thing is going to go wrong for him and it's all going to go south in LA. Yeah. And it's just how these guys are. They just cannot get out of their own way. They can't just be happy making $15 million a year to catch a football. But no, it has to all be about them all the time. They just guys like him. They it it always resurfaces, yeah. even though it doesn't look like it's going to. At some point, 
it's going to come back and then he's going to be out of LA. Yeah, that's no. how I see it. I mean, hopefully not for his right, sake. Right. You, you, you want you like I like to think that, you know, at some point these guys find the right, you know, the right system or the right, you know, the right people to surround themselves with that they can kind of turn it around. But more times than not, it really is just something that they can't control, I guess. You know, it's they, they get a little lost and they they lost in the sauce. They get lost in the sauce. Like, I'm in the stew, brother. Yeah. What, what are we going to do? You know? Then you cause some problems. And that's the thing. Like, he couldn't even handle Cleveland. What is there to do in Cleveland? He's going to get in trouble in L.A. He's going to do something dumb at some point. But, you know, all I got to say, as long as he can keep it together for the next week or two, I think, I, I think, yeah, he could get a ring on his finger. I think he can. I, sorry. I sorry does. to say that, but. No, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I, the Rams are, I, in my opinion, they're the better team in this right, game. right. But at the same time, the Bengals have been underdogs in every single game they played this year. Yeah, no, you cannot count out besides the Bengals. The, besides the Raiders game. You cannot. Right, the Raiders game was. Yeah, they yeah, were. They played a lot of clo- good games. They man, have. The they have played a lot of good games, and I mean, going, going from a team, you know, let's not get into this yet. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna get into. I, I could talk about this for hours. Well, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it more when we talk about the Jets. Okay. That's your favorite team. Yeah, oh, and yeah. there's so many similarities between the Jets and the Bengals right now. Yeah. And like what the Jets could be going into next year. Um, But yeah, it's for the 49ers, like going into next year, it's very weird because they're still going to have a loaded defense at least. But Jimmy G is already, they're already looking for a trade partner for Jimmy G. Like that's already been confirmed. Um, do you t- think that uh, Trey Lance can take this team to the promised land? Like they didn't even they didn't haven't wanted Jimmy G for the last two years, right? But they still didn't trust Trey Lance enough to start him over Jimmy G. Yeah, no, it's you know I, I would love love to see more from Trey Lance this year. I right. really would have loved to see. Well, it's his job next year. Yeah, no, like yeah. it or not, like right. that is it is his job. Um, the thing I will say is I almost feel like Trey Lance can uh, can fit that 49ers team really well in the sense that you know he he's, he's kind of one of those guys who can uh, he can get out and uh, get out get out of the pocket. You know, he can start rolling. You know, left right doesn't matter. And he'll 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 run he'll run you over. You know, he's that type of quarterback and. Uh, the thing with Trey Lance is, can he put the ball on the money? You know, can he, when it comes time to facilitate the game late in the game, you know, is he going to be your go-to guy? The guy who is, you know, able to make those throws to Debo or Kittle? Because if he can, if he can make those plays and, and he can facilitate that offense well, you know, that could be a scary team, you know, with his kind of dual threat abilities, Trey Lance. So. Right. And it's, the thing with him, though, is he already was coming into the NFL with, a, like not a lot of experience. So he played at North Dakota state, right. which already is a small school kind of saw what happened with Carson Wentz. Like he started awesome. Yes. And now Carson Wentz is kind of just like a leper. No one wants to. <laughs> yeah. Did he, the coach didn't even make the freaking playoffs this year. That was, yeah, that right. was wild. They, they should have. They should have. They were such a good team. Uh, they were. I like, it didn't even hit me. Cause like when the playoffs started and I was like watching the games, and I was like, wait, where's the Colts? Yeah. And like, I look back and I'm like, Oh wait, what? What Titans are the ones? They would like, if they Raiders. beat the Jags, they were in. <laughs> Seriously, man. He had a QBR oh, of four point four. Ew! I yeah. could have done better than that. Yeah, put me out there, dude. Yeah, I there, could coach. at least get to six. <laughs> like, come on, dude. I'm not saying it's going to be much better, but a four point four. That's god awful against the worst team in the league in the last two years. Yeah, god. Like an absolute. Dumpster fire. All you had to do was beat the worst team in the league, and they couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But yeah, man. Um, but like you said, Trey Lance, if the potential, if he can grow into what they drafted him for, the Niners are going to be a scary team for a long time. Oh. It just worries me for them. It doesn't worry me because I hope he's not that good. No, me neither. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> but it wor- it worries me for the Niners and for Niners fans that they still didn't trust him even though they haven't trusted in Jimmy Garoppolo for the last 
two years. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, so we'll see how what we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe the Niners are a team that's live for one of these guys that are looking for a new team. Like yeah. like Aaron Rodgers, right. like Russell Wilson. Right, right. You think, you know, I don't think the Packers are sold on Jordan Love all the way. Like little Little Aaron Rodgers for Jimmy Garoppolo swap, and then you get a couple first rounders if you're Green Bay. I mean, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, it doesn't sound too bad for old Green Bay it, down there. It doesn't. And, and <laughs> the thing with Green Bay is that, you know, they, they, that, that run, that run game on Green Bay is scary. Mm-hmm. That is a scary run team when yeah. it comes because AJ Dillon's really coming into his own recently. Yeah. Um, you got Aaron Jones, obviously. So if they can get, if they can get, you know, some, some picks for Rogers, maybe again, like a Jimmy G building up that. Yeah. Offense. Cause man. I think Devontae Adams leaves. Yes. Um, well, they're going to franchise tag him at least the first year. Okay. But if you can, if you can build around Devontae Adams, get a couple guys out of the draft to help that offense and you can like prop up Jimmy G like, I don't think Jimmy G is the greatest quarterback in the world by any means, but the dude wins. Yeah. Like, and that's what you want. Right. He got the Niners who were not even supposed to make the playoffs to the NFC championship. Yeah. And they beat some decent, like some pretty good teams to get there. Right, right. So I don't, I don't understand the Jimmy G like distrust, especially if you're San Fran, like the dude has done nothing but be consistent for you guys. And you're going to a complete unknown next year could work out for them. Could be an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, no. I'm hoping for the latter. I, I the thing with Jimmy G with me at least. Uh, listen, Jimmy G, he's all right. Maybe it's because he came from the Patriots and I despise them. It could right. be it could be a little bit of that, but I just I look at Jimmy G and and some of the throws he makes. To me, it's like. He, he he he'll always have like a rookie mindset in my eyes. I don't know what it is. I feel like the, some of the plays he decides to make and the throws he makes, it's like he's not. I don't think he's confident in himself yet. I don't think he's built that within himself yet. And it could be because it, it, from what I've seen, it could be that maybe the 49ers haven't instilled that into him yet. You know, yeah, maybe I mean, they didn't build him up the way they should have. So right. put him in a different environment, right coaching. Maybe he does ball out. But well, but how I, can you be confident if your own team is just like yeah, you know. We're going to draft this new kid. Yeah, He's going to take yeah, your spot. Right, and, right. You know, after this year, we're probably going to move on from you. Like, how can you be confident? No, yeah, you know I, I, mean? I get that. I you're do. always playing with your – your. Uh, you're always looking over your shoulder. And, dude, honestly, I don't want to – I don't want to be, like, super dramatic. But, like, I think Jimmy G at this moment in time is a better quarterback than, like, Kyler Murray. Like, as – it sounds crazy, but you're talking about like crazy throws. You're talking about no confidence. Dude, like I look at Kyler Murray on the sideline. He's not a leader yet. Yes. Okay. He, he I pouts see, on the sideline. He sits by himself. Yeah, that's he's second. not she's not trying to go over the playbook. He's not getting with his offense. He's Head just down. sitting. He's yeah, like the body language is terrible when Awful, things are going yeah. wrong. Seriously. He he is a person that makes those horrible rookie mistakes. Yeah. Like when he was getting sacked in the end zone against the Rams and he just flips it up and the Rams score a, a, a pick six on the two yard line. Yeah, I can't and, let that and it happens literally all the time. Like Kyler Murray, I like I, obviously I I like the guy, but going into year four for him. I am not confident that this guy is the answer yet Hmm. because he hasn't been able to put the team on his back like he should have been. Like he, he has those flashes of he can be that guy, but he's just been so, so inconsistent. And it's so maddening because the talent is obviously there, but it takes so much more than that to be a quarterback of a Super Bowl winning team. For sure. And like, if we want to, we can just get into this top five under 25 list now. Oh, yeah. Let's okay, so yeah. that's what we're going to do. This doesn't include Patrick Mahomes because Mahomes is now 26. Okay. So I'll go with my list first. You can tell me where you think I'm wrong, where you think I'm right. Then we can go over your list. So I have Josh Allen number one. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have Joe Burrow second. Justin Herbert third. I have Kyler fourth and Lamar Jackson fifth. Wow. 
Lists very similar. Okay, not 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 exact. Right. Um, I do like Josh Allen as one. Right. I do like him at one. 100%. You know, I think he's he's proven himself. Yeah. He's done some. He could have had an easy easy win against the Chiefs. Thirteen seconds though. It's a lot of time, man. So, it's a lot of time. So sad. It's so I sad. About that. God damn. I mean, who knows though? Maybe Bengals don't get in if the Bills win. You know. That's true. You know what That's I mean. True. Anyway. Uh, I got Josh Allen. I got Herbert at two. I love okay. that kid. I absolutely think now, he's, Herbert's a baller. He's a baller, man. Baller. He is a baller. I got Burrow at three, and then I go Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I my my thing with Lamar Jackson still is if he and honestly Kyler's turning into the same thing. If they can't get out of the pocket and they can't run, they are not pocket passers. They're just not. And at least Lamar Jackson is tall, so he can throw over the offensive line. Kyler gets at least two to three balls knocked down at the line of scrimmage a game. And they're treating him like he's Drew Brees. (laughs) They keep him in the pocket and they don't let him run. Uh, I just don't understand. You drafted this kid for everything he does. You didn't draft him so he could go throw for 6,000 yards and 50 touchdown passes. You drafted him so he could throw for three to 4,000 yards and rush for eight to 900 yards. But no, the dude, they just don't let him run. And that's why they got their fucking ass kicked in the NFC Championship because they just didn't let him run. They're acting like this dude is Peyton Manning. And that's why Cliff Kingsbury is such a bad coach because <laughs> he's not utilizing his best player to what he does best. And that's why I like Josh Allen. This has always been a pocket passer league. It yeah. always has. Oh been. yeah, for sure. It always has been, and that's why uh, Stafford and Burrow are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you don't. You really. The thing with the thing with those uh, quarterbacks that like to run a lot. You know, they 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 have the skill set. Obviously, right. you know they they can do so many things that you know a guy like Stafford can't necessarily do. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it comes down because. You 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 can uh you can like uh fuck what's the word uh, when you uh, mirror the quarterback can't think of it when you mirror the quarterback you, you send you leave the linebacker to watch the quarterback oh when you QB spy QB spy yeah. thank you sorry <laughs> brains I woke up a couple hours ago I'm still getting still getting in the groove of things but you can QB spy a guy late in the game and keep him in the pocket and he's got to make you got to you force him to make a throw. Right. And that's what it comes down to a lot at the end of these games. You know, can you make those throws? Can you put the ball in the money? Because if you quarterback spy a, a good running quarterback, you contain him in the pocket, yep. you cut so many of those that, like, his ability to make a play. Yeah. You cut that more than in half. 100%. And that's why if you can't make those throws, that's why Lamar Jackson, I, I think him and Murray, are, I think it's almost like, for me, it's like those top three guys, and it's like 4A, 4B to me because right. those two – they have to prove at some point, like, listen, if I need to put the ball in the money, I can do that. Yeah. that I, I can, you know. And Kyler has shown that he can, and so is Lamar Jackson. Yes. But, but it's not when they're sitting a, in the pocket. All yeah, time. exactly. It's, it's when they're scrambling, you know. Yeah, when you have to take the linebacker, when you have to take a safety, and you have to watch them because they've been running on you all game. Yes. And now you have the middle of the field open. Yeah. That's how these guys are successful. Yes, yes. That's, that's how Kyler's successful. Them. Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton. Those when they were running, they were successful. When they're sitting, when they're when you have to pass, I'm not confident in them to win a game. Yeah. When you go with Josh Allen, when you go with a guy like Patrick Mahomes, when you can go with a guy like Burrow, Herbert, these guys can run. Yes. But only when they need to. Right. Very these guys can sit in the pocket, they can make the passes they need to, and then if they have stuff open to run. Because they're so good with their arms. Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson at this point in their careers have not been that. No, man. And, and it, it's, it, it, you know, it, it's it's funny to look at because they they can be all, like, all-time great quarterbacks, right? right? They're just missing that the, the, those couple of really good throws that get them think, to the big games, right. you know? I just think Kyler's missing a good coach. You think so? You think that's the coaching for Kyler? I know. I, 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 I like Kyler a lot. Yeah. I, I, I think – I think he's a better thrower than Lamar. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I think he's, I think he, not that he's smarter than Lamar, but I right. think he kind of, his decision-making, he, he kind of, he goes through his prog- progressions yeah. a little bit better than yeah. Lamar does. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like I said, there's, there's that thing that's missing something. 
Yeah, and and for me, like I've been the biggest Kyler defender right. until like this last half of the season. Like something's got to give. Like you can't collapse every single year and then expect everyone to be like, ah, no, Kyler's great. Like, no, at some point, like, maybe you're not as great as we think you are. You know what I mean? Like, but who knows? We'll see what happens this year. They're all great. They're all great quarterbacks. Yeah, right. They all got a ton. They got a ton to prove. But at the end of the day, you know, these are going to be the guys we're going to be watching ball for the next however many years. You know, they're the face of the league at this point. So would I love to see Kyler win one? 100%. Me too. Do I think he's ready right now? (laughs) Right. Um, Is he ready right now, though? No. No. Yeah. Well, no, that's you the know, thing is, I is think he, he is. I think he is. Think, I just don't think the coaching staff is good enough to get them there. Man, They're just so bad. Yeah, They're so bad. And I'm just saying, like, well, Vance Joseph was getting uh, head coaching gigs. I'm like, how are you interviewing this jabroni? <laughs> how, are you, how do you bring in a coach? And he didn't get hired. No fucking shocker there. Is that, How are you going to interview a guy that is – Always the last in the league in some defensive metric. When he first came in to the Cardinals offense or the defense, they were the worst in the league against tight ends. This year they were top or bottom three against the run. It's like always something with this guy. And I just I'm so over him. I'm so over Cliff. They could this team could be good because the owner wants to win. He wants to be aggressive. You could see it when he signed JJ, when he signed AJ Green. Yep. Did he sign them past their prime? Yeah, a little bit, but he at least is showing to fans, to the league, that the Cardinals are always at least going to try and be competitive, which is nice and refreshing. Right. Because not a lot of teams have that. No, no. I mean, look at the Jets, man. Yeah. Do you want to talk? Like- let's, you know, let's uh, let's get into that a little bit. Let, let's move away from the quarterbacks because you guys do have a potential top five under 25 quarterback in the next year or two, Zach Wilson. Yeah. I personally am a believer in Zach Wilson. Um, I think he had a, he had a rough year, obviously, but I think a lot of quarterbacks, even established quarterbacks would have had a rough year in that system and and on that team. Um, You know, Robert Sala, I like the guy. I like I like Solomon. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I really do. I think I think he brings a kind of fire and intensity to the team that okay. we haven't had since probably Rex Ryan. Okay. Uh, and I was I liked Rex Ryan too a lot. I liked what he did with the team. And you know, I wasn't a huge uh Mark Sanchez guy back in the day, but okay. that team was just team was it was would, 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 would punish you, you know? <laughs> they, they 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 put you down and they kept you there, you yeah. Know? It's, it's funny too because my Chris who did the show with me before he's a chiefs fan and he was a chiefs fan i'll give him his credit where it's due he's a chiefs fan before Mahomes. you know like now everyone if you ask people now that are chiefs fans they probably wouldn't know that there is a kansas city kansas and kansas city missouri right (laughs) you know like they don't know anything besides patrick Mahomes. chris Chris was there before so i'll give chris his credit where it's due right and now, like, he's having all this success. He's having a great time as a Chiefs fan. You, on the other hand, oh, God. are a fan of a team that is most famous for the butt fumble in oh, the yeah. last 10 years. <laughs> that's that's what I get from Sanchez. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'll remember him by. Right. Yeah. Are you, <laughs> are you a believer in Zach Wilson? So, yeah, you know, I do like – I like Zach Wilson. I really do. Um for sure, you know, Donald, when he came around, I, I liked Donald, too, at first. And then I was like, all right, this kid, you know, he's he's in such a shitty situation. We got to get him out. Right. You know, he, he's not he's, he's not improving, and I don't blame him. You know, yeah. you can't improve on, on a Jets team that looks like the way I do did. feel bad for Sam Donald. I do, he went from man. a bad situation to a bad situation. Yeah, like, man. And everyone, oh, man, it was a quick side note, but everyone was like, oh, the Jets were the problem. Like, uh, And I remember in the beginning when the Panthers started off hot, right? Yeah. And I just remember thinking to myself, because CMC, very injury prone. We all right. know this. And I was just kept thinking to myself. I told all my buddies, I was like, wait till wait till CMC gets injured. It's inevitable. No, sorry to say that, but it is. He gets injured yeah, every 100%. year. Um, wait, let's, let's see what happens when yeah. he does. And the second CMC goes down, that yeah. team just crashed. It's to the point where they think CMC is going to be traded this offseason. Yeah, man. Because I mean, he's just hurt all the time. And it just 
the Panthers don't want that liability. Yeah, anymore. I mean, killed me in fantasy. That's besides the Oh, point. dude, he killed everyone in fantasy. Oh, man, my team was so good, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's funny. But, it's funny, like, talking about Zach Wilson with a Jets fan. Because, like, me being an outsider yeah. and, like, watching that season, um, everyone forgot Zach Wilson's name that week Mike White <laughs> came into. <laughs> Mike, Wh- Mike White was, like, God mode. Like, you couldn't. Every, you guys had given up. Oh, Everyone yeah. was ready I think to you remember. Him. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I was like, I was on the Mike White bandwagon. Oh, you know? Everyone was, Wrote dude. It. I like listening to the radio shows I do out here. Like the guys that I listen to on the radio shows. One of them was already ordering a Mike White jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> everyone, Zach Wilson was done. Yeah, he, he was cooked. Well, Mike White was the future. Well, the thing with that is like <laughs> Mike White is he has the build of like a you know a pocket quarterback, and we touched on that a little bit earlier in the right. podcast where it's like those are the guys that are going to win. Who, who, who in the past in the in the history of the NFL, those are the guys that win. You know, yeah. those ru- those running guys like uh, you know like Zach Wilson who can kind of run around a little bit. You know, they don't necessarily you know have the most success in the postseason and in the Super Bowl. So I still believe in, in Zach Wilson. Yeah, I like him a lot, but he boy does he he needs to he, he needs to just he needs to calm down a little bit and 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 just. Uh, you know, it comes down to surrounding him a little bit better. Yeah. Get him a tight end, right? 100%. Get him an offensive line that can block a little bit better. We're getting Makai Becton back next year. He's got to lose a little weight. But besides right. that, you know, I think he can be he can be a solid, you know, piece on that team. And um, uh, I think what it comes down to is it's just surrounding Zach Wilson with a couple more pieces that he can kind of show what he's about. And one thing I wanted to touch on is okay. the um, – I read something today that the Bengals, the Bengals past couple of years, right? So I think it was 2016 or 17 where they okay. went like two and 10 or something. Yep. Then they went four, uh, four, 11 and one. Yeah. And then they, they went like 10 and seven mm-hmm. Super Bowl, right? The Jets similar were like two and 10, four, 11 and one. And now this is their third year. Solace third year with the team. Salah's third or fourth year with the 49ers when he really started making right. strides and improvements with that team. Yeah. Uh, I, I can kind of see something percolating in that Jets the, in this offseason. So the two first round picks, two top 10 picks this yeah. year, you know? Yeah. We have a chance to really build on what we have been building on already. But it, it really is like you have Zach, you have Zach Wilson, man. He's not bad. No. It's just you got to surround him, man. You got to let him let him work a little bit. Put your faith, put your trust in the Zach Wilson. Let him do his thing out there. Let him scramble if you need to. He proved in a lot of games this year that he can make big plays. He Granted, can. he had a couple games where he threw four picks. Don't get me right. wrong, and that that was painful to watch. But at the end of the, the day, he was making some plays. Like that one scramble he had. Where uh, I forget who it was against, but he he ran he was running around the pocket for a while, ran for sixty yards, and scoring a touchdown. It was a great play to watch as a Jets fan. It really was. Yeah. So I be- I believe I do too. And I I I thought he was. I mean, I guess with the exception of Trevor Lawrence, I thought he was the best quarterback coming out. Yeah. Now, do you think who's going to have the better career at the end of the day, Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? Zach Wilson. Mac Jones, man, he, he he balled out this year, man. It's hard. I I, I, I hate the Patriots, right? right? So I want I want Mac Jones. We all hate the Patriots. I we want, don't want them to come. I back. want Mac Jones to wake up tomorrow and his leg gone, <laughs> not there. You know, I want him to wake up tomorrow and Bill Belichick retired. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What I want. And then Mac Jones is like, "What do I do?" Yeah, I, I think I think he's successful as long as Bill Belichick. Yeah, if Bill Belichick's around. He's gonna be he's gonna be a baller for sure. Yeah. But. Uh, like I said, I mean, I, Zach Wilson showed a lot of, of, of promise this year. He's got to put it together a little bit more next year. Right. Um, but I, I'm i going to go Mac Jones there, you know, as much as that pains me to say. Uh, granted, I think we have this conversation a year from now. Could be different. Could be a different story, 100%. you know. Jets win the East. Right. Then then what? Then, then Mac Jones doesn't look so hot, you know. I don't think they'll win the East. No, no, no. But No, you never know. You never know. You're right. right. Yeah. You know, no one's the, everyone had the Bengals pick last to finish in right. the AFC North this year. So they're still playing uh, 18, 18, 18 weeks next games. Year? 18. 18 games every year. So uh, I'm gonna go. You know, maybe twelve and five next year. Twelve and five. I'm confident. Okay. All right. I would give them six to seven wins. Six to seven. I, if I'm trying to be like more realistic, right, from right. where they're 
from where they're coming yeah, from, yeah. they're not going to have – they could. Right. But I don't think they're going to have a Bengals-esque turnaround. No, no. But I definitely – you're right. They have the cap space. They have the draft capital to right. become much better next year. Right, right. So 6-7, I think they top out at 9 wins. Right, right. And, and that's I, where my head's at. Right. And and the reason I'm at 12-5 and five is simply Braxton Berrios. He, he's, he's a pro bowler. Braxton Berrios is the key to everything. Huh? <laughs> Jets suck. Six and twelve next year. Braxton Berrios is going to have like two thousand yards and fifteen touchdowns. All yards. Yeah, yeah. set records next year. <laughs> uh, that's. I did not think you were going. No, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't like genuinely say twelve and five with a straight face, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you were scared for a little bit. You were like, "I'm not. This guy's never going back on the podcast." <laughs> I mean, dude, you gave me a lot there. Hey, Braxton Berrios is a stud. He's like, he's, hey, he's like a Hunter Renfro kind of guy. Yo, he he really is. But uh, him being the reason they go twelve and five, <laughs> that might be a little bit of a stretch. If if they go twelve and five, and it's because of Braxton Berrios, if you're listening to this and you believe that that's going to happen. You put all of your money on Braxton Berrios to win the MVP next year. Because that's what it'll have to take for them to go 12-5 and five because of Braxton Berrios. There you go. That'll pay out real well. Oh, dude. You'll, have, you'll be able to buy your house and 15 other houses and still not make a dent in what you just won. Um, but, okay. I kind of wanted – we were talking about OBJ a little bit earlier. I want to talk about Antonio Brown. Because he's obviously – when his head is on straight and he is at physical peak, he is a top five receiver in the NFL. He is. Now, he he is like the extreme case of getting in your own way, can't figure it the fuck out. The dude would have been, in my opinion, he still might be, he would have been a number Hall of Famer. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. But at yeah. this point in his career, like how much time he's lost because of all the, the shit he's done right. and, you know, riders being who they are, they don't like the guy. They're probably not going to vote him in. Um, if if the Jets were to be going, okay, you're 11, 11 and six. No, no, let's go. Let's go like 10, 10 and six. Okay? okay. You guys are on the cusp of the playoffs. You have you're missing a one piece. Antonio Brown's still hanging around. He wants to come to the Jets. As a Jets fan, would you bring in Antonio Brown and potentially risk blowing everything up? Mark, you're asking the good questions today. I'll tell you that. Um, would I bring in AB? I can honestly say, even if we were right there, right? If yeah. we're right there, we're missing one piece. Maybe maybe one of our receivers goes down. Right. We really need to fill the void. Yeah, Braxton Barrios. Braxton Barrios goes down. And, and we're struggling out there, you know? <laughs> I, I still don't think I could get it. I, I, I couldn't bring myself to bringing AB to the team. Yeah. I just... I don't see how... I don't see how he would benefit us that much to, to take the risk on... What could go wrong? Yeah. You know what he could do to a locker room. Honestly, right. you know the the actions he has of just the way he he, he really fears nothing in the no. sense that he'll do he'll do and say whatever he, he will wants. blow up any situation. It's all about AB all the time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I can, do. You think he plays another snap in the NFL? Oh, <laughs> if he does, man, it, it, it's got. He's not. He's he's not going to be. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I like so. I, I just how a team you have to be so loaded that if he does come in and create a problem, you have to have like no issue just be like you're out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, seriously. You got it's like like one strike and you're gone. Yeah, like right. Show up to practice late once. Uh, I'm not having this. Like yeah, figure it out a bit. Because and the other thing with the Jets, just because like we, we we've took we took a shot on, on a next Steeler before, you know, mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell. Um, that didn't really work out too well. See, but like Le'Veon, Le'Veon's not the same case as him. But no, and Le'Veon was looking out for himself, and that's why he sat out that year. Yeah. I don't really think he was like a locker room problem. Okay, yeah, but like the dude sure. wanted to make a little extra money, and he was trying to look out for himself. Right. 
did that work out for him? Not really, because now he's bouncing around to every team. He's a practice squad player now, which is insane to me. Dude, nuts. Which you think, like, he sat out that year. You, you think he would have come back healthier. Yeah. But the Jets, man, destroyed they, him. Woo. Destroyed him. Oh, Jets love to do that to players. Man. Yeah. They, you, you go to the New York Jets. <laughs> Be ready for your career your to be careers over. Careers go to yeah. die. <laughs> careers go to die. Not Braxton Berrios. Not Berrios, baby. <laughs> MVP 2022. <laughs> you heard it here first. Braxton Berrios is a 2022 NFL MVP. When you hear from Stevie Merckx again a year from now, just know when I'm on my yacht because Braxton Berrios has won the MVP. <laughs> uh, it was all. It all started in this lovely in this lovely you know complex with yeah, Marky Mark. Yep. Yep. There's one thing that you guys don't know, though, is that we fade Stevie Merckx. Oh, we fade Stevie Merckx. We fade Stevie Merckx hard, so we're saying Braxton Berrios is going to win the MVP. In all reality, he's probably going to have 15 receptions for 150 yards next year. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into the picks next week. You know? Yeah, 100%. We'll, we'll fade Stevie Merckx some more. Right. Um, <laughs> last thing I wanted to talk about today is there are some big-name quarterbacks. And potentially going to be available this year, right. right? You got Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Jimmy G, Deshaun Watson. Um, before we get into that, um, Deshaun Watson, he's another guy. Do you think he plays another snap in the NFL? So I have a question before I answer that. Okay. Deshaun Watson. Right. What, when the war, like, cause I was following that whole thing early. Right. Cause you know, mainly, I'll be honest, mainly for fantasy purposes. Yeah. I wanted to draft a guy, yeah. and I was like, do I take a chance? Whatever. A little, little late-round flyer. Well, yeah, why not? Save the season. I, I get it. I mean, obviously, it didn't work out. But So, what, with him, it, it, has that been, like, figured out Yeah, You know? Like, I think he's still dealing with he's it. He's still dealing with it. So, to me, it's like, is it, is it just one of those things where a year or two from now, we kind of just forget about it, and before you know it, he's playing again on another team? Or is this one of those I things think, where... I think with the NFL... More than any other league, the NFL is very forgiving and fans are very forgiving because they take their football so seriously. So, like, if Deshaun Watson, say, he settles every single case that he has right now, which is, I think, still upward of 22, 23, um, I think the second he steps on that field, if he does, people forget. They just don't care because he, he completes his first... He takes his team, whoever he's playing for, takes them right down the field, scores a touchdown. Everything that he's gone through this last year, potentially going into this year, you might not play again considering what's yeah, going on. Yeah, no, right. The second he takes that team down for the first touchdown, everything that happened these last couple of years, gone. Yeah. No I, one's even thinking oh, about it man. anymore. So that being said, right? Yeah. Maybe. I, don't know, I mean, I heard, I heard a lot of rumors about it earlier, but like uh, I remember hearing a lot about the Dolphins. Yep. So I mean that. Are you not a Tua believer? Tua Dagbelo. Tua Dagbelo. Um. Am I a Tua believer? I don't know. You know, I think I think he's good. I think he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. And he's alright. He's good. You know, he'll throw the ball. He'll run the ball. He's like a Jimmy G to me. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to put it. He's he's not the big arm quarterback. Right. He's a decent game manager. He's not going to lose you games all the time, but he's definitely not going to go and win you games that you shouldn't win. Yeah. You know, he's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's not a Joe Burrow. Like, he's not going to go win you a game where you're down and it looks like there's no way that this is going to happen. With a guy like him, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now they've got rid of Brian Flores. Like, yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot going on. You know, yeah, Tua, yeah, Tua. Tua. Yeah. And maybe. Maybe if you are the Dolphins, you do take a big home run swing at Deshaun Watson right now because of everything they are going through with Brian Flores. Mm-hmm. You bring in Deshaun Watson, and you know you're kind of like, hey, look at who we have now. <laughs> everything, you know, Brian Flores is suing us, but hey, we have Deshaun Watson now, so <laughs> yeah. don't pay attention to what's going on over here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Smoking like, hundred percent, dude. That's what, what the NFL is. Yeah. That's what they've been forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, I. 100% I think Deshaun Watson, if he plays, it will be for the Dolphins. Yeah. I think it has to be. All right. It kind of feels that way. Yeah. I mean, and, and the Texans, dude, like, sure, the Texans are in a spot where they can bring on Tua, give them a couple years, let it see if it works out, because, you know, the Texans are 
probably five to six to seven to eight, maybe nine or ten years away from contention <laughs> again because they're so fucking bad. Um, um, where do you think Jimmy G plays next year? Jimmy G is um, not one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. No. Not one of my favorites. 100%. So I can see him playing for one of those, like, like kind of like, you know, I, I think Jimmy G, I honestly think that he he kind of, he may have peaked in his career. I think he's going to another team where he's going to, He's gonna he's gonna play. He's gonna. Yeah. I kind of see him being like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, where he's hundred percent. You know what I mean? Dude, that is such a good comparison, right? Where he's gonna play for some teams who are kind of looking for another for their future quarterback, but yeah. he's gonna kind of be that he's that bridge guy, that bridge for, guy for the rest of his career. That's his thing. That, that that's what he's gonna do. And yeah. so, whatever team kind of needs one of those types of uh, off the top of my head, uh, I don't know, maybe like. Probably the Colts. Colts, yeah. Colts, I could see, honestly. The Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders. What, you don't believe in Heineke? I uh, know. No. Yeah. I like Heineke. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a starter. Nah. He's a really good backup that can yes. win you a game. Solid backup. He, very, very he much can so. win you a game in a backup role. Right. But right. a 18-game season, probably not going to look too good on the old record there. So, yeah. I, I think Jimmy G, because, like, I – I would really like to see Jimmy G on the Colts. Like a team that's still very well structured, yes. has a really good defense, Jonathan Taylor behind them. It they're almost like a spitting image of the 49ers. They honestly are. Mm-hmm. The Niners are just a little bit better coached, I guess I would say. And I think Jimmy G is an upgrade to Carson Wentz. Yeah, no, yeah, Carson Wentz, man. He is Oh, so I got so much promise, and then Nick Foles came and just destroyed his career. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I would take Jimmy G over Carson. Hundred. Yeah, right. I, I would. I think I would only because Carson Wentz. You know, you know what do you at this point? Carson Wentz is gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna probably get injured. He's probably gonna get injured. He's gonna have a four point four QBR against the Jaguars. Against the Jaguars again. to get to the playoffs, and it's like, can we can we trust the guy? Yeah. That that was like the nail in the coffin for him. Yeah. Oh god, that's devastating, man. Like you gotta win that game. You are a quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah. You win those games. You have to. Yeah. If you want anyone to take you seriously, yeah. and people already were on the side of like he's on the downside of his career. Yeah. People weren't taking him as seriously anymore, and then you go out and do that against the Jags to knock it into the playoffs. It's just like. You're gone. Dude. Yeah, you're done to it's, me. It's dead to me. And you got like Pat McAfee talking trash about Carson <laughs> Wentz every chance he can. And like people listen to Pat McAfee. Oh, yeah. So he's sitting there talking trash about his hometown team. Like, dude, Carson Wentz, see ya. Not a good luck. How you doing? Keep it moving. Pat <laughs> How McAfee you doing? Keep it moving. Yeah, Love that. Um, okay, so we have Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins if he plays. Yeah. Jimmy G to the Colts. Is what we're kind of agreeing on. I'm, I'm leaning towards. All yeah. right, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Before before I say where I think he would at least be a good fit and where I'd like to see him end up. Where do you think? First team that came to my mind. Yeah. Steelers. Okay. Steelers. All right. Yeah. I like that. I think I think it, he just he he takes it he takes the move to Pittsburgh. You know he says hell yeah Pittsburgh. You know you got some good wide receivers. You got. You got, you got a solid young running back in Nigel Harris. You got some, you know, maybe they, or their O-line could be a little bit better. But, you know, okay. uh, I think at the end of the day, I, I could see I could see him rolling with, uh, what's his name, coach? Uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. same role with Mike Tomlin. First okay. team, that was the first thing that came to my okay. mind. Okay. The first team that came to my mind? Yeah. The Eagles. Can I change my answer? Yeah, go ahead. Eagles. The- <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> okay, so why do you why do you change your answer then? Uh, Before I go into why I think the Eagles, right? Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like that. I, I can make sense for him. Right. Yeah. They're a run heavy team. Yep. It's kind of a scheme he comes from already. They have a good defense. Yes. And now you take that run heavy offense and you throw like Jalen Hurts. He's a good runner, yeah. but he can't throw. Yeah, Russell Wilson is a good runner, and he can throw. Imagine him throwing. You know, he's got that beautiful high. That's what I'm saying, dude. To Devonta Smith, you throw an oh, dude, to, that an RPO with Russell Wilson in oh, the offense. My goodness, I'm telling you, that's scary. And the Eagles are aggressive. Like the Eagles will go out and get 
a quarterback if they feel like. Well, what do you think happens to Hurts? What do you think? Hey, he's a backup. He's a backup. Somewhere? He's a backup. Yeah, I mean, you good, could good fantasy quarterback. You could take. I mean, shoot the Ste- the the Seahawks might take him. Yeah, you know, you know something I mean? like that. But I, I, you know, the Eagles really they the type of team that would take that. Yeah, you know, go for that. You know, hundred percent. Let me get Russell Wilson on the team. They'd be scary. That would actually be. They'd be scary. One of my buddies is a really big Eagles fan too. I, I need to get his opinion on that. Okay. Um, he loves hurts, obviously, but yeah. He's but like, if you can get Russell Wilson, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You I do think it ten you, times you do it every time. Yeah. Wait, go really quick, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, Russell Wilson, top five quarterback, still, right? Still. Still, like no, this year. No. no, I'd I'd leave him top ten. Okay. Um. No, not top five anymore. Not top five. No, he's just, a lot of good young quarterbacks out there. So many good young quarterbacks, and you still have Aaron Rodgers. Right. Patrick Mahomes wasn't even on our under twenty five list anymore. Right, like, right. Yeah, I I can't justify putting him on the top five. Hmm. He's close. Like yeah, I I think I'd I'd slot him like seven eight. Right, that's respect. Yeah, that's respect. Um, going into our last quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. I, 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 I think he goes to the Steelers. He goes to the Steelers? I think so. Man, that guy, he is such a good football player. Yeah. But I feel like he's another case of, like, not not to the extent of A.B., obviously, but right. like he has a lot of – he causes some drama. He causes some drama for sure, but it's just, like, his own personal opinions that people don't agree with. Yeah. You know, like, he's not walking out on the team. No, he takes his football seriously. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. And and I think, like, even going into this year, it didn't seem like he wanted anything to do with the Packers. And, he, you know, he still had an MVP-type season. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter where he's playing. He's going to give them their all because that's just who he is as a player. Right. And it doesn't matter what you think of him as a person because, you know, he's obviously a little bit of a knucklehead. Um all right, wait. I just thought of something. Okay, Tom Brady, gone. He's retired. He's out. He's out. See it. Rogers to the Buccaneers. <sighs> All those weapons. Yeah, but what? Could you imagine what he could do with that? Look what Tom Brady did at forty years old. With I did those just weapons. see that he bought some um, real estate in Nashville too. What? So possibly the Titans. Titans. You could Derek you Henry. Him with Derek Henry. Ew. Julio Jones. Oh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is disgusting. That <laughs> I, is nuts. I just think the Steelers are uber aggressive and will do what's necessary to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I respect that. Yeah, but. I would hate for him. I fucking hate the Steelers. I don't want to see him on the Steelers. No. I would a hundred percent rather see him on the Titans. I just I don't want to see the Buccaneers either. I'm, I know. I, I want it to be yeah. a team that like hasn't. Won. I like the Titans. Yeah. I might. I might have to send uh, Rogers like a quick DM. Yeah. Hey, hey make your way over to Tennessee. About Nashville. Yeah. It's like you're already buying property. Right. You know, right, people right, right. might not hate you as much. So if you go to the Steelers, you know it's no one's gonna and like you. you no, know, everyone no hates one. you for the like, we don't most people don't like you already, but if you go to the Steelers, dude, it's done. It's done and over. You're not getting in the Hall of Fame. No, no, one's, no one's voting for you. You're gonna get one vote. Oh, one man. Steelers fan. I guess like do we give Tom Brady a eulogy? Alright, let's do it. Tom Brady, you're a great quarterback. Great quarterback. Um we don't hate to see you go, and we love to watch you leave. Um, have fun with your seven Super Bowl rings. Uh, that's it. That's yep. all he deserves. All right, later. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> yeah. Same with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Ben was just absolute thorn in everyone's side. Him and Tom Brady were just thorns in everyone's side. If you weren't a fan of their team, you just hated football for like 15 years because they're the only ones fucking winning. Oh, man, yeah. Sons of bitches. Goddamn San Antonio Holmes. Holmes. Why did you have to do that? Do you remember that? Of course I remember. (laughs) Why do you think I said, why did you have to do that? You think I'm sitting here trying to remember that Super Bowl? No, no. I mean, I remember sitting, watching Larry Fitzgerald score that touchdown to put them up late. Yeah. And it still is, it's like right there. My dad goes, they left too much time on the clock. Oof. Yep. I remember that I like hate, it's I yesterday. It. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I didn't mean to bring it up, you know. Well, I did dude, bring it it, up. it's a little bit of that, and it's a little bit of they let Rodney Harrison score a touchdown from the end zone. 
this dude was running like three miles an hour and you couldn't <laughs> tackle him. So if that doesn't happen, they win that Super Bowl. I know. I know. It's the crazy part. So, and that's what people forget. Yes. It's like everyone talks about the catch. And yeah, like that was a big thing. I still don't think it was a catch. It doesn't look like one to me. It does look like his foot is still up, okay. like behind his okay. front foot. Okay. But yeah, like everyone forgets that they threw a pick six in their own in the end zone yes. and let him run it 105 yards back for a touchdown. Literally like strolling down the, the sideline. Yeah. Just this like dude was taking his time. Yeah. He's a muscle monster. He's not running a four, 400 yard dash. No. Right. You know, you see Michael Parsons. Dude. Uh, unit. He's a real deal. Unit. How's a linebacker beating Tyree kill in a fucking sprint? Yeah, I know. It's, it's exactly. disgusting. That's ma'am. He's so good. Yeah, well, the Cowboys aren't, and that still makes me happy. So. Yeah, as long as they, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't care for the Cowboys. No, sorry, to all, sorry to all my Dallas fans out there. I'm but. not. <laughs> and if you've listened to this show already, you already know how I feel about the Cowboys. So <laughs> I will not apologize. You guys suck. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really all I have today. Uh, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not really. Sweet, man. I just want to say thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, obviously. dude. I'm excited. Excited to have you. It was a really good episode, I think. Um, yeah, and then we'll do this again next week. I said we're going to go. So next week is Super Bowl week. Yes, yes, yes. Didn't want to go over it too much this week. Want to get into all the props, our official picks for the Super Bowl. We'll get into all of that next week. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll hopefully win a little bit of cashola. That'd be nice. A little, little, little straight cash. Yeah, sure. All right. But don't, uh, don't forget to fade Stevie Merks next week. Fade Stevie Merks. Everything he picks, you go opposite. You're going <laughs> to win a lot of money. Um, thank you guys for listening, though. Um, this is the Trap Game Podcast. We will be back next week. You guys have a great one. Win a little bit of money, especially out if you're in New York. You're getting used to, uh, to FanDuel and DraftKings and don't get too crazy with it. Bet responsibly. I know it can be really easy to just keep throwing $100 bills on that app when you're not winning. Shit adds up. Shit adds up. But uh, all right, guys. Uh, Again, thanks. We will see you next week. Later. Bye.